Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and if you're new here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you, and if you've listened to this podcast before, welcome back In this episode, I am going to be sharing my experience with healing from chronic illness via the medical medium information. And I'm going to share with you a little bit about my journey and my philosophies around health and wellness and why it is such a key piece of the wellness puzzle. Because if you don't have your health, I believe you don't have anything Um, and it is essential and a foundational element, a key piece to living your best life, which is what I'm all about. So I'm going to get into my story and as a disclaimer, this is not intended to be medical advice. I am not a licensed physician or doctor. All of The things that I share in this episode are simply sharing my experience and stories with you in hopes to inspire you because this is exactly how I found the medical medium is by listening to a podcast. I started listening to his podcast when I started, when I found him and I started healing and that was one of the catalysts for my beginning my journey of healing. So I'm happy you're here and let's get into it. So let's start out with some of the symptoms that I was experiencing, because if you can identify with any of these, or if you experience any of these, please know that you are not alone. And there are answers out there, real answers that can help you heal and you can heal. If that is my one and only message from this podcast is that it's possible for you to heal. One day in 2020, I had woken up with a migraine. And if you've never experienced headaches or migraines before, um, what was happening with me was that my vision would get blurry and I was completely exhausted and fatigued. And I felt like my head was going to explode. Intense, dull pain in my head that wouldn't go away. And I had stopped taking Advil. That was like what I was taking, like ibuprofen, Advil for migraines because um, I knew that that was a Band-Aid solution and that it's really bad for your liver. And I'm not against it. Sometimes I do still take an Advil or an ibuprofen here and there if I need it, um, which is very rare. But I was just like, I'm not going to take anything. And I ended up having a migraine for, I want to say, at least 12 to 14 days. Like, I remember it being longer than a week. And I remember the days kind of just starting to blur together. 
And it was a really, really difficult time. It was at that point that I, I knew I needed to get help. And I can't remember like exactly the exact order of the events that unfolded, but um, previously, like to back it way back, I had been getting migraines since I was 12 years old. People think that migraines are a cause by like too much sunlight or not enough water. Yes, those are triggers, but they're not the root cause. That's not what causes a headache or a migraine. And then I was struggling also with some depression and anxiety around the time in middle school and throughout high school. I was chronically depressed and anxious. Um, I was also not eating very well at all. I had an eating disorder, also trigger warning, eating disorders, and some chronic health stuff are in this episode, but I truly believe that by sharing this information, it's going to help so many people. So that's why I'm sharing it. I also experienced a lot of chronic fatigue. My At one point, my immune system was so low and so weak in college that I was getting sick with colds all the time. Um, and it didn't help that I was like totally stressing out my body by not sleeping very much, binge drinking and partying, and then eating like pretty shitty food. So, and like sharing cups with people and, you know, kissing boys as we do, um, just living in a dorm in general. I lived in San Francisco. That's where I went to university in college. And, uh, yeah. And like my immune system was like the perfect grounds for viruses to come in and, and attack and live because my immune system is so weak. The medical medium has helped me with so much, the medical medium information. Oh my gosh, I could like write a whole book on my story, <laughs> but I'm going to give you the, the spark notes edition. So in college, um, I also ended up, okay, I'm just going to go here. I didn't think that I was going to share this, but spirit has been nudging me to share this story. And I feel like it really ties into the healing information about the, the medical medium. And this is my first time sharing it publicly. I've been sharing a lot of things for the first time publicly this year. And I feel like this is really me stepping into my truth in a very grounded and, and loving way. Um, speaking from a place where I have healed, I have come full circle and I feel grounded and, and, you know, good enough to share this with the world. So as I said before, my immune system was so low that it was me going into my sophomore year of college. And I was also like partying. I was doing drugs. Um, and I was mostly drinking, but I remember trying ecstasy for the first time. One of the only times I only did it I think once after that and I had a very really bad experience with it um, and I ended up connecting with this guy and there was this like moment in time I remember I was walking through Target like the store Target with my mom and my sister and my friend calls me and she's like hey do you want to hang out with me and this guy and his friend 
And the guy that she was dating at the time had a friend who I had met before, and apparently he was interested in me. And this was a time in my life when I felt so um, insecure in myself. And you may not have been able to notice it at first glance because I made sure that I looked great. Like I was, it's so sad to say, and it breaks my heart, but I'm at peace with it now. And I'm so healthy and like on a completely different level in so many ways, but at the time I was struggling with an eating disorder and body image. And so I was starving myself. I was not taking care of my body. I was binge drinking. I was trying to just like numb and dissociate from any pain and trying to fit in, trying to belong. Um, and so I chose to surround myself with people who, you know, those were their priorities too. And I have nothing against drinking and nothing against doing drugs, like if that's what you want to do. Um, But now for me personally, I will only do it consciously and intentionally and not to numb and not to try try and dissociate or distract from what's present. Um, not as like an escape from anything. It's a way for me to celebrate, to enjoy, um, but I do it very consciously now. But back then I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. And when I was walking through Target and my friend called me and asked me the question, I remember having this visceral response in my body and every fiber of my being said no. My soul was saying no. My intuition was saying no. My body was saying no. And I remember hesitating a little bit and kind of like skipping around the answer, trying to answer. But at the time, I didn't know how to say no. And if you've been inside of my programs or listened to my podcasts about people pleasing or actually don't think I've published a podcast about people pleasing before, but if you've listened to me talk about people pleasing or learned from me and learned about how to heal from people pleasing, you know that I struggled with the habit of people pleasing to the point where I would betray myself over and over and over again um, in order to feel a sense of belonging and worth, to feel love and belonging. And I was doing it at the sacrifice of my soul, at the sacrifice of my truth and my my yes or my no, like my sacred yes or my sacred no. And so I remember answering her and saying, sure, I'll come. Like, I'll hang out with you guys. You know, kind of doing it as a favor for my friend. (laughs) I'm getting really into details, but this is like an essential part of the story. And looking back in retrospect, I am so grateful that everything unfolded exactly the way that it was But if you would have asked me five to 10 years ago, because this happened 10 years ago, this happened in 2011, 2012, um, I would have been like, it, I mean, it was one of the biggest trauma traumas of my life, but I am so glad that it happened because it was a portal for me to walk through, to claim my power So I ended up 
going to hang out with them and we did ecstasy. And um, if you've ever done it or if you've heard, the come down is usually like the worst part. And I remember feeling like really, really low afterwards. I don't think, I don't think I like, I think I just like kissed the guy that I was hanging out with, but we ended up like actually having like a really deep conversation um, when we were like tripping. But so all of this to say really is that moral of the story is like, I was not taking care of my body and I didn't really know how to take care of it. Um, but I was taking action from a place of really dishonoring myself and my body. And this was kind of like the tipping point, the thing that put my body over the edge. And, um, I remember like kind of having a little fling with this guy and we hung out a few times, like all of us together as friends and all this stuff. And then I remember waking up one day and I was like getting ready to go back to school. Like we were going to drive up from LA to San Francisco to drive me to school with all my stuff and move into my new like dorm room at my university. And I remember waking up with all of these little spots on my chin and they were really uncomfortable and I'd never experienced them before. And I was like, not sure what it was. I went to urgent care and it was a male doctor and that, that saw me and he looked at me and he goes, have you had sexual relations with anyone recently? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he, he basically, I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically was saying like you you can't do that like you can't you can't like hook up with people basically I remember in that moment feeling so ashamed of myself and so embarrassed and so humiliated because on one hand I knew deep down like I I I don't want to say the word shouldn't because I believe that everything is divine but my soul was saying you know, don't, don't destroy your body. Like don't take drugs and do all of this crazy shit to your body because your body is going to be, is going to break down eventually. But I didn't know, know that at the time. So on one hand, I like knew deep down I needed to start taking better care of myself. But more than anything, I felt so humiliated. What I did was so wrong and that I should have known better and that I shouldn't have done what I did and that I need to be punished somehow. He was like, I think that this is herpes. And I had never heard of, I'd heard of herpes before, but I, I didn't even know what it was. And I didn't know how you get it. I don't, I did, I was very innocent and naive. It was kind of scary and mostly because of the way that this doctor did not educate me about what it is and was in no way compassionate towards me and was actually shaming me and slut shaming me inside of that doctor's office. And I was this like, I don't know, I think I was like 19, 20 year old girl (laughs) that was exploring her sexuality and 
playing and having fun. And I think that the world of sex education and informing and educating people on the importance of taking care of our bodies and loving ourselves is so important, which is one of the core reasons why I am doing this work that I do. Because I feel so deeply that we need this information. We need to know how to love ourselves. We need to know how to take care of ourselves. And I'm speaking from a place where I I didn't. I was at the complete opposite spectrum of that. I was abusing myself. And 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 it, it makes sense that I felt so insecure and so ashamed of myself that that experience in the doctor's office with that doctor was kind of like this reflection of that. And um, there's a deeper soul layer around what happened and around the healing that I had. It was a 10-ish, uh, I want to say like eight-year journey of healing. And it, it kept on unfolding in, in all of these ways. But I really do wish that I had this information sooner. And I, I know that everything worked out exactly as it was supposed to. It was all divine. It was all perfectly unfolding in divine timing. It was one of the main reasons why my soul came into this specific physical body in this incarnation was to have that experience and to experience the depths of pain and trauma so that I could alchemize it into my deepest love for myself, which is one of my superpowers. And man, it's been a journey, this relationship with my body. What unfolded after all of that was they tested me positive for herpes and, and it was the herpes. I can't remember which one it was. The one that you just got on your mouth, not the genital herpes. And it's such an amazing thing for me to actually talk about this right now, because doing this is also healing me on another layer. Speaking about it now in this way, I'm like, I, at one point I wasn't even able to say the word herpes out loud without feeling the most humiliating, deepest, darkest, cringiest, ugliest pain on the inside. And now it has no emotional charge. And I'm like, whoa, I haven't said this word out loud in so long, but here we are. <laughs> Anyways, so they tested me positive for it. And I, that was it. They didn't, they were like, here's a prescription. Um, you should take this and like, don't ever kiss anyone again, basically. Like literally I was like, so I can't kiss anyone? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, what about like if I get married? Can I kiss them? And they're like, eh, and like gave me a vague answer. And then they sent me on my way. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the lack of education. Also, one in every three people or two in every three people has herpes simplex virus and HSV. And it's like, Pretty much everyone has it, and it's not something that you live with for the rest of your life. It's something that you can actually heal for good because it's a virus. And this is where the medical medium information comes in, which I'll get to in a second. But one of the one of the deepest layers of this story is when I went back to school for my first week of school, I had all of I had like 12 breakouts on my face. Like I had them all over my chin and I had them covering my mouth as well and my lips. 
like on the outside. And I was in a lot of pain. Like if you've ever gotten a cold sore before, it it was not a fun experience. Let me tell you that. <laughs> and what I also didn't realize at the time was that one of my best friends growing up, we literally grew up together since we were babies. And one of the my closest family members also has herpes. And I didn't know it. I just... Sometimes they would get cold sores and I'd be like, whatever. And like, I wasn't paranoid about sharing, you know, utensils or food or cups or anything like that drinks with them. I was just like living free, living my life. And I never had any breakouts ever until that breaking point where I was like completely abusing and trashing my body. And my body was like, that's enough. No more. And I wouldn't be surprised if I had the virus living in my body um, and if it was passed down by one of my parents, because that's one of the people who has it, that I believe, and the medical medium also says this too, is that viruses are also often passed down as well as heavy metals um, in utero, like, or in conception. So I was sitting here this entire time, like, all of this stuff was happening and I wasn't giving any of given any of this information. I was sitting here thinking that I was the worst person in the world to contract such a disgusting, shameful, humiliating virus. I did my own research too as well. So I was like trying to find answers. No one could give me answers. And I was basically felt like I was left in the dark. I had this group of friends in college. I had about like five other girlfriends. And I remember like everyone was like, what's wrong with your face, Melissa? Are you okay? And I remember lying and (laughs) telling them that I fell off a bike and that I got like a horrible rash because it looked that bad. It looked really, really horrible. And it felt like I had the scarlet letter on walking around like on my body that I couldn't remove like when it was really bad I couldn't cover it up I couldn't wear a mask I couldn't cover it up with makeup or anything I just kind of had to grin and bear it and and show it off that in and of itself was very embarrassing and humiliating and then I told my group of girlfriends I was like look guys like I don't really want anyone to know but you guys are my close friends and I just got positive test results that this is herpes and that was kind of like where I left it at and I didn't know anything about it I didn't know anything about it 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 just I just knew that it was an STD however it's just a virus and you can literally get this virus from picking up a glass and drinking out of it if someone that has an active cold sore also just touched the glass. Like that's how the viruses can be passed to from system to system. It doesn't have to just be through sex or kissing or anything like that. And I had no fucking idea. So I basically set the spark with all of my five friends and said, I have herpes. And... I was like, please don't tell anyone. And then all of a sudden, it spread like wildfire. And the entire school 
were was gossiping about me I basically like ruined my reputation and I was in in my perception at least I was seen as this big slut because there was no context there was no it was just like everyone would I would walk around and go to my classes and everyone would stare at me and I knew that they were all thinking oh my god how disgusting she has herpes and I also was made to believe too that I got it from the guy that I hooked up with the ecstasy guy that that I'd hooked up with that week and um and so that was also passed around too because I was like I don't know how else I could have gotten it I'm shaking my head (laughs) anyways it feels very liberating to share this story because it is so fucking empowering after all of this so basically what happened is I went on an entire like journey after this I had so much shame and so much humiliation and I felt so outcasted I felt betrayed by my friends I also had a guy that was I was into at the time who I went to school with reject me because he was like I love you but I can't be with you because you have herpes and I was like oh my god um so like thing after thing happened I ended up getting into a really toxic abusive relationship a year or so later with a different guy who was a complete narcissist but I was also very codependent and he would kind of use this like information against me and it was a it was a hot mess (laughs) but I like I said I'm so glad that it happened because I was able to transform this into my greatest power, which is love. One of the lessons that my soul came here to learn is self-love. So all of that being said, let's go back to the medical medium information. I was also like super fatigued. What are some other symptoms? Uh, Really bad indigestion, um, really gassy all the time. Like I just didn't feel... Good, and I was also very depressed and very, very anxious. I would have panic attacks. I was in an abusive relationship. My reputation was ruined, and I thought I was like the worst, biggest slut in the world that had this disgusting, terrible disease, and that no one would ever could ever love me because of it. Gosh. <laughs> so. After I graduated college, I started going to nutrition school because I was very interested in nutrition. I wanted to learn about it, which at the time I thought it was because it was another way to control my body and make myself skinnier to look good. And as a result, I thought I would be happy and feel worthy and finally feel good about myself. But plot twist, it's actually the other way around. You got to feel happy and worthy and good first and take action from that place and love yourself from that place and the results will come the physical results. I remember struggling with all of those symptoms and that's when I started to get really bad periods. I remember getting like really debilitating cramps around that time. It was kind of around the time that I officially officially broke up with my abusive ex and um, I went through a lot of healing around that. That's a story for another day. Then I started working at this, at Lululemon where it was all about health and wellness. So I got started to get really into it, but then my my migraines started to get really bad. And I thought it was just because of the chemicals that they treated the clothes with and the synthetic lighting. 
but these migraines wouldn't stop. And I started just like popping Advil a lot. Like every single day that I worked at the store, I would get a really, really bad migraine, which now looking back in retrospect, yes, the synthetic lighting and the chemicals in the products probably did trigger my migraines, but I wasn't treating the root cause of it. So going fast forwarding all the way up till 2020, I was struggling with migraines like really, really bad. I couldn't drive really. If I had a migraine, sometimes I would, um, but my vision would get blurry and I couldn't think straight. Like if you've, if you've ever gotten a migraine, you're debilitated. Like you're laying on the bed or the couch and you can't move because the pain is so bad. And I also know that some people can sometimes get sick and throw up from the pain, which is actually just like another strain of the virus, I think. Um, it's caused by Epstein-Barr virus, which makes a lot of sense because that is the herpes virus. So in 2020, I remember being like, okay, there's got to be a solution because I was like, I'm not going to take medicine for the rest of my life to treat the surface level symptoms. I want to get to the root cause of what's actually going on and to heal once and for all. And I remember having that firm intention very deeply in my soul and knowing deep down that there are answers. And I remember asking God, I remember asking spirit, like, please show me what is the answer? I know that it's out there, but like, why is it so difficult? Like, I know that there's got to be an answer out there somewhere. And I had heard of the medical medium before, but I always thought it was like a hoax. Like it was someone that was trying to just like get a bunch of money. And that's probably from like propaganda from people who are super anti-medical medium and trying to like take him down because he's very not in agreement with the current conventional medical system. So there's that piece. (laughs) But I ended up finding this podcast episode. I was, I've always been into podcasts. Like I started listening to them since probably 2014. Um, so almost 10 years. Wow. That's so crazy. And I remember in 2020 listening to this podcast episode with this person. Her name is Jordan Younger and she's called the balanced blonde. I think it's like the balanced blonde podcast or something. And Um, She talks about like aliens and spirituality and all of these amazing things on her podcast. And I've always resonated with her. Um, And I saw that she was interviewing Anthony William, who goes by the medical medium. And so I was like, whatever, just give it a shot. I remember I was driving to the flower market and I just turned on the podcast and I listened to till the very end. And I was a little skeptical about it, but I was like, oh my God, this person has answers. And then at the end, he was like listing off all of these symptoms. Like if you have fatigue, Crohn's, um, you know, shingles, Lyme disease, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then he said migraines and my soul lit up like a firework and said, yes, you like, it was like a Eureka moment. Like you have found the Holy grail, you have found the treasure. 
this is it, follow the path. And my curiosity was like, and my excitement was, I was like, oh my God, I think I found an answer. And so, and I had been struggling with migraines since I was 12. So this was like 15 years of dealing with migraines, dealing with chronic illness, dealing with depression and anxiety and fatigue. And so I listened, I, I literally like Google searched medical medium migraines. And the first thing that popped up was this, um, he used to do a, a radio show, which is kind of like a podcast back in the day. He's been doing this for, I think like 20 to 30 years now. And there was a podcast that he created all about migraines, the true cause of migraines, how you can, how they get into your system, not the migraines, but the viruses. It's basically the Epstein-Barr virus mixed with the heavy metals, like toxic heavy metals in the body, like aluminum and mercury and copper that basically short circuit in your brain and cause overheating in your brain and that's what causes the pain and the 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 debilitating migraines and so i i literally like that one podcast changed my entire life and i am so glad that i listened to spirit that i trusted my intuition to listen to find the answer to know that there are answers out there there are answers out there and I remember at the kind of the same time maybe a year or two before I found the medical medium information I remember sitting down with a friend at the time I opened up to her about how I was suffering with anxiety and depression and she goes yeah me too and she was like you know what I've kind of just come to terms with the fact that I probably always will have depression and I always will be this way so it's just about learning how to cope with it and I remember something inside of me responding and saying no that's not true there are answers and being an anxious and depressed person is not our identity it's not who we are it's not something that we just have to suffer with and live with for the rest of our lives it's something that it's it's not who we are we are made to thrive we are designed to be healthy it is it is our birthright it's how we're intended to live i firmly believe that with every ounce every cell of my being on all levels not just in health but in every area of our life and I remember just being like no like I don't I don't think that I don't think that I actually told her that but I remember sitting with it and being like no that just doesn't feel right to me so I remember you know starting to feel relief from the anxiety and depression that I was experiencing Um, when I started working with flowers, because that was a big part of it. A lot of it was about my mental health. And once I started, you know, thinking more positively, I know that sounds so cliche, but truly like focusing my attention and my thoughts on what's working and what's good, that anxiety and depression started to loosen up. And I started to feel more joy and more happiness and more passion and purpose which is who we really are. This is who we really are. We are not sick. We are not 
cursed. We are, there's nothing wrong with us. And for so much of my life, I believed that there was truly something wrong with me because I was too sensitive. I had all of these mystery symptoms. Like no one in the medical field talks about the true cause of migraines. Like it's a mystery. So I was experiencing migraines, depression, anxiety. I was going to therapy. At one point, my gut health or like my digestion and my fatigue and my migraines were so bad. This was before I found the medical medium. I was watching the Gaia network. If you guys know Gaia, it's a really cool like Netflix, spirituality Netflix. Um, And I love watching stuff on Gaia. I think it's really cool. But I remember watching something on Gaia and there was this like Australian naturopath that was being interviewed about um, food allergies and talking about like how all of our you know, emotional health and like our health in general is linked to the gut. And this was right around the time when gut health started to become really trendy and popular. And I remember feeling like I found the answers. I thought I found the answers. And I was like so excited. I started working with this naturopath that was like all the way in Australia. And I did this thing called the ALCAT test, which was a blood test that tests different, all of these different foods against your white blood cells and sees which ones are going to have, uh, like start attacking the food. And this was around the time when autoimmune was starting to get really big as well, which is basically the belief that your body is attacking itself, which is so not true. Your body will never attack itself. Your body always wants to love you and keep you healthy and, and protect you. So all that being said, I tried the Alcat test. I did all these food sensitivity things. I stopped eating all these foods that I apparently was quote unquote allergic to, which I wasn't. And I didn't, I was so strict. I started taking all these supplements and I was so, I got worse and I was so sick. And I was like, why isn't this working? It was basically, they put me on a basically no fruit, high vegetables, high protein, high fat. And at the time that was also very trendy. It was like the keto thing to do. And my body started to shut down. I was not doing well. And I was so confused because like I said, I had also been through nutrition school. So I learned like hundreds of different theories, like dietary theories and nutritional theories about what works like and I was just under the impression that when it comes to nutrition you know some diets work for some people and other diets don't work for others but there's no explanation why it's just some people do well on some stuff and some people will do well on other stuff that's why some people can eat dairy and gluten and others have no you know they don't they don't have any symptoms from it but that's not that is not the truth. The medical medium debunks all of it. And that's when I started to, up, to apply the medical medium information to my life, I started to understand and know exactly why I was experiencing what I was experiencing, why the ALCAT test and the food sensitivity test didn't work for me. And what actually was causing my depression, my anxiety, my migraines, and my chronic fatigue, and my indigestion, indigestion, 
and bloating and, and gas and all of these uncomfortable symptoms and really, really painful periods. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, I am getting so excited about this. You can tell I'm very passionate about it. It's because it works. It actually works. And it's actually, I believe with my whole heart and my whole soul, the truth and the medical medium has no agenda. The medical medium gets his information straight from spirit, from the spirit of compassion. When he was a really young boy, he heard a voice in his ear that told him that his grandma was sick and that his grandma needed to go get help. And then sure enough, his grandma went to go get help and she had some sort of disease. I don't know what it was. I don't remember what it was. And that's when the the spirit of compassion started to communicate with Anthony William and started to feed him all of this information that he could have never known. Like he can look at people and scan their bodies energetically and know exactly what's going on with them based on the information that the spirit of compassion is telling him. And I know it may sound a little woo-woo to some people, but I am totally on board and I believe it wholeheartedly. And I believe it because it worked for me. You know, I, I really applied all of this information to my life and it worked. So basically what I started to do, his main thing is celery juice and um, to eliminate the, the foods that feed viruses and bacteria because ultimately viruses, bacteria, and toxic heavy metals and chemicals and things that are in our environment like pollutants and chemicals and things like that are what causes the virus or are what causes our symptoms because viruses and bacteria need food. And so when we start to feed ourselves with the things that are the foods that feed viruses and bacteria, that's when we start to experience the symptoms. So things that viruses and bacteria eat are eggs, gluten, dairy, pork, and um, also things that slow down the liver because the liver is is the most precious organ in our body aside from, I would say, like our heart and our brain. The liver is what's, it's like the ultimate filter that's processing and handling all of that heavy load. So if we have a sluggish liver from years of unhealthy eating and drinking and, you know, toxic heavy metal exposure um, and chemicals and radiation, radiation is another thing as well then our liver is going to get bogged down and it's not going to be able to, you know, take care of the viruses and the the bacteria that are in our body. I could, I'm not even going to get into it because I feel like I'm going to butcher all of it, but the medical medium podcast and books are gold. They have so much rich, powerful information straight from God, straight from spirit, straight from source that is here to help. And all it is, is drinking celery juice because that helps the liver and your digestion and produce hydrochloric acid, which helps your liver, which helps kill the viruses and bacteria. 
And then removing those quote unquote, no foods. I also forgot to mention the, um, like hydro hydrolyzed. I don't know how you say that word oils like canola oil, um, soybean oil, all of those oils that you see like rapeseed oil. That's also like all of these oils are in so many things that we don't realize. It's like the first ingredient of a ton of processed and packaged foods. So start to look out for it and cut it out if that's if you feel called to it. I've been doing that. <laughs> Anyways, all of that to say, it's about removing the no foods, adding in celery juice, and adding in more fruits and vegetables. That's really all there is to it, folks. That's it. There's no, oh, and supplements, like getting really high quality, good supplements to support your body, um, herbs, supplements, like it's all natural. You don't have to take any medicine. You don't have to try a food sensitivity test and do a fucking guessing game and go to 10 zillion different doctors and try to find what's wrong with you. And no one has the answers. You actually get the straight up truth. And you can start to apply this information. He goes into such depth and detail about every single symptom that you can imagine that our bodies experience and what the root cause of it is and then how to heal. And he says that half of the healing is knowing what's wrong. Because if you don't know what's wrong, you're just throwing noodles at a wall, hoping that they'll stick. But you don't if you don't have the awareness, if you don't have the knowledge, the knowledge is power. The knowledge is truth. And I believe, you feel free to disagree with me, that, that the conventional medical system is funded by people who are do not have our best intentions and are here to make a profit off of us getting sick and staying sick. For example, a lot of these viruses that are causing a lot of our chronic mystery symptoms like Epstein-Barr viruses, which there's EBV 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and herpes simplex virus is an offshoot of Epstein-Barr. And what the viruses do is they start to replicate once they get like comfortable, they'll start, they'll start to create a new, more aggressive strain in the body. What happens what has happened with a lot of these viruses is that they're actually man-made. They are actually manufactured in laboratories. The viruses need food to survive. So what they would do is in the labs, they would commonly use eggs to feed these viruses. And so the eggs start to adapt to searching for the egg as nourishment. So if you're eating a lot of eggs and you have a lot of viruses in your body or a good dose of viruses in your body, then you're gonna experience symptoms. And it it can take, you know, a certain point to get to a tipping point for the for the viruses to actually create symptoms. Everyone is walking around with viruses and bacteria and it's absolutely nothing to be afraid of. And this information alone, this medical medium information alone helped me heal on such a deep level of the sheer pain and trauma and misinformation and lack of education I was given around my test po- testing positive and my cold sores of getting herpes virus. Once I started to understand what 
actually causes, like what is the herpes virus and how to treat it. And knowing just the simple knowing that it's not something that you have forever. It's something that you can actually heal. I became so fucking empowered and I was like, I am going to do everything in my power. Like I vow to myself from this day forward to honor my body, to love myself, to treat myself with the utmost respect and love and to heal. I'm like, oh my God, I actually have the answers and I can start to heal. And every time I would, you know, drink my celery juice and eat really healthy foods and say no to the gluten, say no to the dairy and the eggs and all of these things, I committed myself to these protocols for, I think it was at least a year. I was very, very vigorous with it. And I did a cleanse at the end of the year. And that's when I started to experience my symptoms starting to go away. And oh my God, it was the most empowering, empowering thing that I have ever done for myself. One of the most empowering things I've ever done for myself. And I took my health back. I took matters back into my own hands. I had the knowledge, I had the power, I had the tools, and I applied it to my life. One of the things that was super empowering for me as well along my journey was knowing these two things. Not only does do the viruses in the body feed off of food, like actual physical food, but they also feed off of adrenaline. So when your body goes into a state of fear or trauma or experiences survival or is starving like I did, I, all of these things, I was in a really unhealthy relationship, like I said, and I was starving myself and I was experiencing severe depression and anxiety. So you can imagine the perfect storm of adrenaline was being released from my body. Oh, and on top of that, I was drinking a lot of caffeine every day. I was drinking coffee. And so my body was in this constant fight or flight state of being and was constantly producing these adrenaline hormones from fear, from being in survival. And viruses feed off of adrenaline. Viruses feed off of fear adrenaline and shame adrenaline. And so this was very, very empowering for me to learn because I was able to stop spiking my adrenaline and to be very even more conscious than I already was about the thoughts that I would think and going on my deep inner emotional healing journey and healing from so many experiences that I've, I've had in the past and no longer giving these viruses food in the form of adrenaline and in the form of eggs, dairy, gluten, pork, oils, MSG, natural flavors, citric, citric acid, corn is another one. I forgot to say that all these things, I eliminated it and starved the viruses from my body. So that was very empowering. And then I will never forget this. 
when I read the medical, I read his first book, The Medical Medium, and I remember after reading it and throughout reading it, I was crying the entire time because I was like, oh my God, I have just found the information that I have been searching for. It all makes sense. I'm not crazy. There's nothing wrong with me. I actually have just been experiencing a pretty shitty experience with my body and viruses and bacteria, you know, trans getting transmitted into my body, but I can heal. Like I am not a victim. I can heal. And one of the things that I learned in that book was one of the supplements that's really effective for healing viruses and specifically the herpes virus is (laughs) when I heard this, I was like, Oh my God, this is so synchronistic. It is lemon balm. And lemon balm, the like name of actual lemon balm, you know how like plants and herbs and like flowers have like their scientific name. The name for lemon balm is Melissa, (laughs) which happens to be my first name. And I truly feel like my soul like put that in there as a little, like when I decided to come to this earth, into this body, my soul was like, all right, you're going to be named Melissa. And this is going to be like a little breadcrumb, like a little lifeboat, a little drop of faith, like for you to keep going. Because when you hear this and when you learn this information and you realize that one of the most powerful herbs for healing the herpes virus, the most traumatic experience of your life is you, you are the healing balm. You are going to be restored with so much strength and so much hope and so much reassurance that you are on the right path and that you can heal and that it's going to be okay. And you have to believe that healing and and health health is your birthright thriving is your birthright being symptom free is your birthright being able to go out and live your life is your birthright and this has been one of the core threads of my journey throughout my entire life like this is why I do what I do It all comes back to yourself. It all comes back to what is your core relationship with yourself? So for me, it was Melissa, the healing balm. It was me. I am the healing balm. And yes, the lemon balm in general is also very effective for healing um, viruses and for also helping with emotions if you feel a lot of anxiety or stress or just very emotional because that's literally how I felt my entire life as well is I was too emotional I was too sensitive and so the ultimate tincture healing balm is lemon balm aka Melissa so this whole story has such a special place in my heart And it is an honor for me to share this with you. I'm so grateful for you listening and for you receiving this because it's part of 
how I turned my mess into my message. And I'm happy to say now that I am pretty much like 95 to 98% symptom free. And, um, I, I ended my, I'm not over my medical medium journey. I still practice so many things in the medical medium protocols and I deeply honor him and his work. He is an amazing soul and has literally saved my life. I would not be here doing the work that I do if it weren't for finding his information and applying it to my life. I simply would not be here. I would probably be sick and miserable and playing guessing games and suffering and probably going to a lot of doctors and spending ridiculous amounts of money trying to get tested for things that I didn't even know about. Finding this information was a gift from God, a gift from my soul that my soul placed at this particular part of my journey so that I could heal and turn around and help other people do the same as well. So at the, like, I would say like the tail end of my very rigorous application of the medical medium protocols was when I was very deeply inspired to do one of his cleanses. So this is around the time when his book cleanse to heal came out back in 2021. And that book is amazing. I would highly recommend it. Um, and I did his, three, six, nine cleanse, which is a nine day cleanse where you basically for the first three days, you kind of ease into it. And then, and you eat, like you eliminate a lot of, a lot of foods and you basically work your way up to day six, where it's like going fully raw and, um, eating only fruits and vegetables. And then the, all the way up until the ninth day, which is the most important day, which is where you do an all day liquid, um, fruit and juice and, and celery juice cleanse. Um, cause if you just do like a juice cleanse for a day, even without easing your body and your liver into it, it shocks your system and can actually be harmful to you. So the three, six, nine was perfectly crafted by spirit to allow to work in harmony with the way that our bodies work and how our bodies are naturally designed to cleanse. Um, and that was amazing. I was so proud of myself for doing that because I was a little nervous. Um, I had been doing the medical medium information for about a year with barely any slip ups. Like I was, (laughs) I was also to the point where I was pretty dogmatic dogmatic about it and like zealot or zealous. I don't know if that's the right word, but I was like preaching it to everyone that would listen. And I was like kind of in a place where I was, I I know I was really fucking annoying about it, but it was working. And I like, was like, Oh my God, I found the solution and everyone needs to know about this. And then I was starting to force it onto other people, which is a, a, in hindsight, like a learning lesson and something that I've like that I've moved through within myself and I found much needed equanimity around it, around the way that I talk to people and I approach people based on like a consensual way of, <laughs> of offering information and stuff to the people in my life. But, um, at the time I was like, 
so excited about it that I wanted to shout it and scream it from the rooftops and kind of pushed it onto people. But um, yeah, I had been feeling the desire to do the cleanse and I did it around my 30th birthday. I did it actually the month before I turned 30. And there's this thing in the medical medium information called the birthday cleanse because what happens is I think it's like every seven years or something, your liver completely renews. So if you do it around um, one of your birthdays, I think that falls in a multiple of seven. I could be completely wrong about that. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I remember 30 is a very specific good year to do a cleanse. And it's not saying like only do the cleanses on those specific times for you, but because doing a cleanse at any time is beneficial for anyone. But if you do it around that specific time, it's even more beneficial because your liver is renewing itself. And so I set myself up for success and I did it and it was such a beautiful journey. I felt so good. I felt so clear. I felt amazing on it. The only day that I really experienced any major symptoms like a headache and fatigue was on the last day, which is totally normal. Um, And then afterwards, I felt like amazing. I felt the best I've ever felt in my life, in my body. And I will say, though, I was dreaming almost every single night about like some gnarly stuff about like food. (laughs) Like I was, I, I never crave things that bad, but in my dreams, I would not be able to stop dreaming about like these amazing like hamburgers and like fries and all these things that I wanted to eat (laughs) after I finished the cleanse, which I didn't end up doing um, because I felt like I was on such a roll and I felt so good in my body, just feeding it the, this amazing vital nutrients of fruits and vegetables and supplements and all these things. So, um, that was like what really set me up for success. And I kind of, after that in 2021, that was in June of 2021, I eased back into more of a normal way of eating. I still avoid gluten, dairy, and eggs. Um, I don't buy those things when I go grocery shopping or corn, um, or pork. I avoid pretty much all of those things. I would say like 80, 85% of the time. But when I go out and if I want to have, you know, a piece of bread or something or something with eggs in it, I'm like not that worried about it. I felt so amazing and I felt so good in my body and I just am so, 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 so grateful. I'm so grateful for this journey. I'm so grateful that I get to share this information with you listening and for you to share this information if it resonates with you. And if you're out there and if you're struggling with anything, even if it's something mild that you're like, why do I keep on, you know, getting this symptom or or whatever, like a rash or anything like that, like I would highly recommend looking up the medical medium information and doing your own research and seeing what feels right for you and, and let me know truly, like I want to hear about your journey. If you know about the medical medium or if you want to start Um, going on this path and and just know that I'm here cheering you on supporting you rooting for you um, rooting for your your success your health your wealth 
your well-being, your happiness, everything that is your birthright, everything that you deserve. So I hope that you got some value from this podcast episode and it was such an honor for me to share my story with you. Thank you for listening and I am just going to end this here because I feel complete. Um, If you have any questions, please DM me and I will see you in the next episode. I love you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Worthy Woman podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode when it's released. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.